0: And we're live, all right. We're rolling. yes, that's it. Thank you uh for joining us today, listeners uh Ryan. Yes uh, so we'll get straight into it nFL week seventeen. The official regular season is over, and oh yeah, uh, honestly, it was pretty uneventful, I think um uh everyone that that needed to win won um except for the the dolphins but i mean they're playing against the bills and the bills won of the two seed uh the Redskins pulled it out the Steelers uh rest their players and the Browns ended up winning there's not and, a- and, a- and actually
1: the Browns game was pretty good also a big congratulations to Browns fans cuz that's uh first time in 20 years they're making the playoffs uh
0: since 2003 i think do you know who the last do you know the last starting quarterback was when they made the playoffs
1: um was it Tim Couch?
0: Nope. Nope. It was after that. Actually, did Tim Couch ever make the playoffs? I don't know. Um, but, no, that is not it.
1: Um, I don't know. I don't remember. So I was, Ke- I was five. Kelly Holcomb. Kelly Holcomb.
0: And I, I did not know that off the top of my head. I oh, got, okay, that okay. From, got that from the TV. Uh, <laughs> so, but they uh, – yeah. They are. uh, Let me see here. It looks like Tim Couch might have been on that 2003 team that made it because it looks like he only played 10 games, so he might have gotten hurt. So, okay, okay. uh, Browns playoff appearances here, you know, and um, we're going to get into that a little bit, but the Browns just I think that's kind of one of those happy to be there segments, yeah.
1: I mean, our, our mom's a Browns fan, so that's kind of just – they're just, again, like you said, they're just happy to be there.
0: Yeah, yeah, they're happy. kind of happy, happy to be there. I will say, if there's a a, a team that they could beat, uh, Steelers could be one of them, and so uh, we'll get mm-hmm. into that a little bit later. But they, they definitely could potentially uh, run something. But holy cow. <laughs> the, the, since 1990, this is only the third time the Browns have made the playoffs. Wow. Yeah, thirty years. Once every ten years.
1: That's uh I mean that kind of describes Cleveland sports though. Like uh yeah. Essentially. Um I mean the Indians have been pretty
0: good over that stretch, but other than that, that's kinda it. Indians went to a couple World Series. Uh they they should have beat the Marlins in ninety seven um or ninety eight. Which, I forgot which year it was, but yeah, they should have won. Then uh, losing to the Cubs, you know that that I mean that was a good that was a really good Cubs team. Uh, yeah, yeah.
1: And, and the then Cubs had won a World
0: Series in almost a hundred years, if I remember right. Yep, yep, that is correct. I think one hundred and six yeah. years would be exact. And so they uh, Cleveland definitely is turning into that next. Even though they did win the the Cavs, the Cavs did win the championship. Yeah, back yeah, back in uh, twenty sixteen, and so. Mm-hmm it's they've got one there's there's some cities like like Detroit well no but Detroit those got the Pistons they got the Red Wings yeah. uh the Tigers I think one I, they... I
1: hate I hate to say it but are you talking about Atlanta
0: Atlanta's getting there we do we do get the uh we had the MLS cup that we won uh yeah. so that was cool to see uh hopefully think... the
1: Braves will turn around here well they're they're already pretty good but yeah. blow a three one lead. In the-
0: yeah, probably. Yeah. Yeah, we, we could there. do an episode talking about that because I have my own opinions about that. I don't think that's. I don't think that's the worst Atlanta
1: blow up. No, 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 it's not. But it's still sad.
0: Yeah, and you know, just just repetitive. And then the Falcons this year didn't make it any better. Uh, lucky to. Yeah. I'm glad to see that the season is over for them. And, um, I, I hate saying it, but uh, I think the Falcons. Uh, watching the highlights, watch them play against the Chiefs, losing to the Buccaneers. They might be the best 4-12 and team I think I've ever seen.
1: Well, that's like... So that blows my mind, the fact that you guys are 4-12. and Because yeah. you think about it, you have Julio Jones and Calvin Ridley, which, uh, when healthy, is the two... That's the best receiver duo in the league, in my opinion. Yeah. Uh, Todd, Todd Gurley, his knee is completely shot. But you guys have... Three first round picks on that offensive line. Uh, Matt Ryan has been a potential elite quarterback his whole career. I mean, he's thrown over 4,000 yards, I think, 12 times. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so, and your defense, I, your defense has big players. Just sometimes I think your defense struggles to keep points off the board. Uh, uh, but yeah. I, one of I the things that the Falcons didn't do this year is completely shoot their draft stock by going on a win streak in the last five games.
0: Well, and I hate being that fan of the Falcons fan, but if you're a Falcons fan, because like even Jets fans are upset that they won a game, you know, and I hate, I hate being that yeah. that person. But the Falcons, especially over the past several years, have been in the in the teens. You know, kind of they like last year. I think they started out one and six, and then end of the year uh, five six and one. And, I think. Five and one yeah. or something like yeah, that, like yeah. absolutely destroying any chance of potentially getting. Even though that being said, though, AJ Terrell did have a great year. Uh, yeah, he did,
1: and he's he's one of the premier corners uh, in the mm-hmm. league right now, or not? Well, premier up and coming corners.
0: Yeah. So, but here's the thing, though. Here's the kicker about the Falcons. If I remember this set correctly, uh, let me just double check. One, two, three, four, uh, five, six. Seven. It looks like eight eight losses all within one possession. So yeah. that's that's literally I mean, heck uh if you make that four and four of those eight games, th- they could be in the playoffs right now because the Bears I, I think uh, they the had four I,
1: I think they had four or five games where they were leading in the fourth quarter. Uh
0: the Cowboys has won. The, the Browns Bears, they should have won. The Lions, they should have won. Didn't uh, they play the Browns this year? They did not play the Browns this year. No. Oh, okay, okay. Um, but that's three games right there. Uh, mm-hmm. Probably should a have Tampa
1: been. Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay. Uh, Week 15.
0: Their first meeting against the Panthers, they should have won. I think that was Dan Quinn's last game. Okay. Uh, yeah. So, well, hey, that's just part of being a Falcons fan, really. I mean, yeah. so – Uh, it'll be interesting to kind of see where they go, uh, in this off season. Um, Mm -hmm. but cause they got a fourth pick and they, they're, they get a lot of options. And so, uh, it'll be very interesting to kind of see where they go. Uh, interesting to kind of see where the Jags jets, uh, offense with the third pick, uh, um, and then the Eagles with the sixth pick and the Eagles, um, uh, uh, A lot of people are hoping that they make the most of that because a lot of people are not very happy with them uh,
1: after this past week. Yeah, that was um. Well, what's what's your opinion on the
0: Jalen Hurts pool? I don't care. I mean, like one for for Giants fans to be upset at the Eagles, thinking that they tanked. Then Giants, why don't you win more than six games in a season?
1: Yeah, you can't be upset you didn't make the playoffs because the Eagles pulled Jalen Hurts.
0: And also, too, the and whole thing – another thing as well with the Eagles tanking, then why, then why aren't Dolphins fans pissed at Steelers fans? The Steelers tanked that game. Not that, like, those players were trying to lose, but they didn't care if they beat the Browns. Like, that's why they – that's why they didn't play some of their starters. So Yeah, exactly. There are a lot of people that – a lot of teams have done this throughout history. Only reason why this is getting coverage is because it was the final game. And to say that there are playoff implications on it, the Browns also had playoff implications in that game. You know, and so it's supposed to go out and try and win every game. Yes, but coaches also need to think about the future. They're the ones making those decisions. And yeah, I also
1: think the pool was somewhat justified. So Jalen Hurts, Jalen Hurts, he was running the ball well, but he was seven for twenty for seventy yards and in an interception or two.
0: Uh, I think two interceptions. No, or, or one interception. And yeah, one running, interception. And to find running the ball well, I think he, so, he only averaged two two or three yards per carry.
1: But he had two rushing touchdowns in the first half. That's what that, I. That's what I was referencing.
0: Yeah, true. But that's and like it, saying
1: that's it, like so saying Eagles the moved the ball decent in the first half. Uh, just because, I mean, they were able to run the
0: ball. Yeah. Yeah. So. I also think that it's justified as well because if you look at you look at the Philadelphia's uh organization, it's not like it's not like um Carson Wentz is coming back. Carson Wentz is going to be gone. Yeah. And Jalen, okay, so I saw, Jalen, I saw Jalen Hurts maybe. Jalen Hurts maybe is the quarterback of the Eagles for the future. You need definitely need some development. But with mm-hmm. the draft class that uh is here with all the with all the top quarterbacks that are coming in, the Eagles have a sixth pick. Even if they let's say even they won the game and people like and they were trying to get the ninth pick, they still have good quarterback options in Trey Lance or even Kyle Trask, maybe mm-hmm. even Mac Jones. Depending on how it is, I think that's way too early for Mac Jones personally. However, yeah, uh, uh, if you do end up going that route, though, Nate Sudfield has been with the Eagles now uh, for. Three or four years, so he's getting close to maybe if they want to try and re-sign him. Mm-hmm. And you, you got to kind of see what he's worth. Can he go in and and control that offense and try and move yeah. on the field if something like Jalen Hurts or if they bring in a new starter comes in? Because, and obviously I know they're going to be, uh, he would be a third-string quarterback behind Jalen Hurts. However, you still need to know these things. And when to, when is there a better time to do it than week 17?
1: You know what I mean? Yeah, no, I like I agree. And Jalen, like again, like I said, Jalen Hurts is not playing well. But I don't think that the Philadelphia Eagles will draft another quarterback this year. That would be, I mean, I, that I is almost as astronomical as Arizona taking Kyler Murray the year after they drafted Josh Rosen.
0: Uh, the, yeah. the
1: only way I could see it, uh, the Eagles taking another quarterback is if they fire Doug Peterson and bring in a new head coach and general manager.
0: True. Yeah. Even then though, you still have Jalen Hurts who who has some attributes, maybe just the system mm. around him, uh is and, and he needs to get his he just needs mm. to get his C leg, so to say. But yeah. they also so to say, I mean, with how deep this quarterback class is, they also potentially could go and get uh, a quarterback uh late in the round or something like that. Uh, maybe and yeah, yeah. Ian Bach or uh, what are some of the other QB prospects? I guess I, I needed to look a little bit deeper past the third round in my uh, yeah, yeah. Mock drafts.
1: Well, Mac Jones is expected to be available in the second round. Right now, we'll see uh, how that goes. I think he is. He playing. He might be playing in the Reese Senior Bowl or the East-West Shrine Game, he uh, and he is for sure getting a combine invite. Uh,
0: yeah.
1: and, and we'll see what he does. Uh, is see how he moves uh, up people's draft boards uh, pre-draft, mm-hmm. but he could be a guy that could be available in the second round. Um, But again, I, I I think they would go that route. If they, if they do draft a quarterback, I think they would go the later round route just to see, I mean, see if they can find a late round gym.
0: Yeah. I, I agree. Especially to take a flyer on somebody, but yeah, kind of just to end this is I've been seeing all this talk from uh, people in the sports world about the Eagles and, I just 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 don't uh, agree with with their uh, animosity toward uh, towards the Eagles. It's just I I think an evaluation of of your backup quarterback, especially if if he's on a contract year, is is absolutely valid and. Hmm. And honestly, Nate Sudfeld gave them a lot of uh, information to go off of. I mean, Washington is one of the best defenses, and he didn't yeah. really perform that well during his time there. So, and yeah. and 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 what you said to start uh, about Jalen Hurts and, and his stats, and not not like he was, not like they're really moving the ball down the field. Like I think what, Philadelphia on, only ended up with 216 total yards to begin with. Like if, it's not like.
1: Well, they only had fourteen points, and they were both of Jalen Hurts' rushing touchdowns.
0: Yeah, and were they also on like really short fields as well? I mean, have two hundred six two touchdowns and only two hundred sixteen yards.
1: Uh, true. I, I do want to say that most of their yards were in the
0: first half. So, yeah, seventy-five yards, and then sixty-five yards were their two touchdowns. Oh yeah, because it was right. They had that span of like 10 minutes when they go over the game.
1: Yeah, but they but all they did was run the ball. They just ran yeah. like they didn't throw anything. Well, they didn't okay, they didn't throw anything significant anyway.
0: Look at these uh the um th- these are how the possessions ended for both Washington and Philadelphia in the uh second half. <laughs> Washington gets the ball, three plays punt, Eagles three plays punt. Washington three plays punt. Eagles, eight plays punt. Washington, one play interception. Eagles, seven plays downs. Washington, seven plays punt. <laughs> Eagles, three plays interceptions. Washington, three plays interceptions. <laughs> Philadelphia, two plays fumble. <laughs> then a field goal by Washington, punt, punt. And then the Eagles just ran out the clock. Yeah. That's a of oh, football right there. Holy cow. I forgot how boring yeah. that was.
1: Yeah, it was it was not a good uh, Sunday night game. No. It had a lot of it had a lot of potential to really mean a lot in the playoffs, but it was no. a not it was really. a boring game. I mean,
0: and and yeah, well,
1: if if, really if Washington care. lost, the Giants are in.
0: No, I agree. But what I'm saying is, do we really think either Washington or the New York Giants are going to beat Tampa Bay? No, no. Yeah. So, like, I mean, I guess maybe it just depends on the fans, but I really think that the, this is all just a being made much bigger than it actually is because everything, there wasn't really anything too exciting uh, that happened. No, no.
1: I mean, so, besides Derrick Henry breaking 2,000 yards after a 253-yard performance. Yeah. Uh, and then the way that that game ended. Uh, I know, the, the doink, the doink. I know. Uh, was, well, that was, so Stephen Gaskowski got hurt. That was uh, He was an old punter for the Rams, I think who had come in, and uh, was their place kicker?
0: I think so. Here, let me pull it up because so, he – actually, I think he was a rookie. Uh, let me pull this up here. Yeah, but he made a whale of a kick here. Uh, yeah, Sam Sloman, two for two. Longest was a 47-yarder that uh, won the game. He was drafted in the seventh round, uh, 248th pick. He was by the Los Angeles Rams yeah. uh, in – Seems like yeah, uh, they picked him up in free agency.
1: Yeah, he was just – I mean, he was just a guy that they needed – they
0: needed somebody to kick balls, so they found a guy. Yeah, yeah, and he got drafted. He, he's he's got enough clout. And so hopefully uh, – what ended up happening to – and this is actually a great segue into our first playoff game, actually, come to think of it. Uh, uh what ended up happening... oh no not the first oh that's the on sunday never mind uh and so um but, uh what ended up happening to Goskowski?
1: i want to say uh he aggravated his hip again uh that um, is the reason why new england uh put him on ir oh no it was reserve covid list so huh.
0: interesting okay
1: uh, so when I was watching the game, the announcer said that he aggravated his hip and had a hip injury and was put on the reserve list for the game. So okay. that is that is why he missed because of COVID. So although with the way – so I don't know if you remember from week one when he, he missed all those field goals and then hit the game winner. Uh, oh, and I think – didn't he miss the game winner throughout the se- in the season? Did he do what? Did he miss a game winner in the, during the season?
0: So he missed one. He, he, he missed one uh, to tie the game
1: uh, against, okay, against okay. the
0: Steelers. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Okay. Okay.
0: Okay. Yeah. So, but um, hopefully he's back. If not, I think Slawman, he's going to have a lot of confidence going into this uh, game, uh, uh, into this weekend. But, um, we'll get to the Titans here in a second. I say let's kind of transition over to the first. First game of the first ever uh, super wild card weekend with the yes. Colts visiting the Bills. Now, I don't know if you saw, but uh, um, Stephon Diggs and Cole Beasley were, were limited.
1: Yeah, I think that's just the Bills taking it easy. They had to play a full game in uh, week 17, even though they didn't want to. And yeah.
0: uh, well, I, think I think that was...
1: Oh, go ahead. I was going to say, I think that's just uh, the Bills just giving them a break. Uh, if anybody's not a full participant in practice, then they, they have to be listed as limited. So, oh, okay.
0: That makes sense. Yeah. yeah. And then Cole Beasley, man, it's Wednesday. Cole Beasley could have just been ice uh, to some uh, some injuries. But yeah. this one, not sure what your thoughts are. I mean, I just think Bills might be one of the most well-rounded teams going into the playoffs. And I think the Colts have a lot of good up-and-coming talent. Phillip Rivers has had a great uh, potential final year. Who knows if he'll be back or if he'll go somewhere else. Uh, uh, but Phil Rivers' age is getting up there, and the Bills, I think, in pressure with with four, uh, they have one of the better defenses in the league, and I just I just think yeah. they're going to get to them. I don't think the Colts are going to be able to put put up enough points, and I think I think Josh Allen and this receiving core is just going to have one hell of a day.
1: I I, I agree. I don't think it's really going to be much of a game. They have Buffalo going off at uh minus six and a half, and I. Yeah. I, I think I think they're going to cover that. I don't want to say with ease. I, it's just Indianapolis's front seven is pretty good. They have Darius Leonard and uh, DeForest Buckner up there. But their yeah. secondary is just very young, and I think Stephon Diggs and Cole be- Beasley will just, I think, pick them apart. And Josh Allen. I, Josh Allen isn't considered. I don't think he's being really considered for the MVP. But I think he should be getting a, a little bit more consideration than he is getting. Because the, the season he's had, mm-hmm. I mean – I mean he's uh, three ninety six out of five seventy two for forty five hundred yards and thirty seven touchdowns.
0: How many rushing touchdowns does he have?
1: Oh, a lot, probably. Let me look real quick. Eight,
0: eight to ten uh, would,
1: would be my guess. Let's see. Um, he has two in the. Last six weeks, I can't see past that.
0: Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. Well, uh, it's at least two. No, so I yeah. He's also had a handful of, of Russian touchdowns as well. Uh, yeah. I'm trying to I'm trying to see here, but I, I agree. Brian DeBall, the offensive coordinator for them, has they they have just been rolling. Uh, and it's not even like, in their schedule since uh, their schedule since their bye week has been. A little weak uh, ever since they lost to yeah. the the Cardinals on that Hail Mary play. But that being said, actually yeah. I don't think they've lost since that game. But that being said though, it's they're they're winning. It's not like they're barely getting by kinda like how the Steelers were for uh yeah. a good good portion of their eleven over run. They they are I mean, it's kinda demolishing these teams. I mean the past three yeah. weeks, 48-19 to the Broncos, thirty eight nine to the Patriots, and then 56-26 to the Dolphins.
1: Yeah, um, and and keep in mind, uh, I think three weeks ago the Dolphins took it almost took it to the Chiefs. They, yeah. I mean, they played the Chiefs tough.
0: Yeah, well, so that'll be very interesting. And if, if all works out, if it's Bills versus the Chiefs in the uh, AFC Championship game, that's going to be a very fun game to kind of analyze and to kind of see mm-hmm. uh, who, who might potentially end up on top because the. Chiefs have struggled a little bit on offense when a defense has been able to kind of, has been able to play a good game. Just look at the Falcons game. Falcons are gonna be the fourth pick, and I know we talked about them earlier as being a little bit better than their record indicates. Yeah. But Falcons only gave up 17 points against the Chiefs, you know. So
1: Yeah. And the Falcons don't have a they have good defensive players, but they don't have a stout overall defense.
0: Mm-hmm. I agree. So, I think I think they're secondary, and they have some good linebackers, but mm-hmm. uh, their their front, uh, their front seven overall probably is is weaker than the Bills for sure. So,
1: oh, one hundred percent. Yeah, but and they were able to get Patrick Mahomes that game. I think he got hit eight eight or nine times in that game.
0: Uh, yeah, and that's saying something too if uh, yeah. against Patrick Mahomes. So, uh, who knows? It'll be very interesting. Um, but but it, what, what do you think the colts have to do to beat the bills like i've just i've been thinking about this since sunday and i uh besides scoring more points i just i i just just can't see how they can consistently play four quarters uh because the bills are going to be pressure philip rivers philip rivers is a good mover in the pocket but he is getting older he can't yeah. really develop uh kind of kind of uh Make plays, I guess, consistently last long. What do you think the Colts have to do to win this game?
1: I I, I think it's going to be a cold day in Buffalo. Uh, well, it's going to be thirty six. Um, and it's a uh, day in Buffalo. Part, yeah, yeah, that's a warm day in Buffalo. So uh, I think the Colts have to slow it down. I I just don't. The thing is, it's just if they can make Buffalo run the ball and like use clock, and and do that, I I think the Colts have one of the best offensive lines in the league. And I think the Colts could consistently run the ball on the bills. Uh, I think where the Colts are going to get in trouble is if Buffalo starts throwing big, taking big plays and scoring off big plays, uh, then the Colts are going to have to try and keep up. And that's when I think they're going to get in trouble with Tredavious White and uh, letting those pass rushers really pin their, pin their ears back and get after him. Yeah. And I, I think that's where the Colts get in trouble. They, if they're going to win, they have to run the ball. Jonathan Taylor has to have another 250 yard game. Uh, yeah. So, but that, to me, that's really the only way. And even then, that's a toss up.
0: So, yeah. no, I I agree. If it turns into a shootout, I'm um, I'm putting all my money on the Bills. Uh, yeah, because uh, you I think you hit the nail on the head. They need to establish that run. They do have one of the best offensive lines in the league, and if they can they can come out hot. Get get the yeah. ball rolling, then they they'd be able to establish the run. They could establish some play action, gives them more uh variability. That's and, another
1: thing too. If the Colts come out hot and they make Buffalo have to start throwing the ball, then they can let DeForest Buckner and Darius Leonard, and Darius Leonard has uh four and a half sacks on the season. Uh and for a linebacker, that's pretty good. Hmm. Uh and so if they can get Buffalo throwing the ball and let DeForest Buckner and Darius Leonard get after Josh Allen. That that could p- potentially create problems for them, but again, yep. Buffalo's la- offensive line is no slouch. It's going to be very hard to get up on the Bills just because that offense is so dynamic. So,
0: yeah, no, I I, I agree one hundred percent. The it, it, it's going to be a good game. I still think probably uh, the Bills are going to come out on top. Uh, the spread you said was six and a half. Yeah, I think I, I, I would I would bet uh, a. Against the spread, I, I think the Bills are going to win, and uh, I
1: think the Bills will win by ten or four, ten ten
0: points, two touchdowns. I area. think so as well. I I absolutely agree with that. The uh, just well, then winning by one touchdown, that seems pretty realistic. I don't see that game coming down to the last second field goal. No. Uh, so so yeah, so that's what I'm I'm gonna say. I'm gonna agree with you. I'm gonna say Bills. Uh, I'm gonna say Bills thirty four to twenty. 3420 four
1: twenty thirty i'm gonna say uh forty two thirty forty forty two uh thirty one i think oh, they, that's a high scoring game okay. yeah I, I think i think there'll be some some points Because, uh, it like you said it's a warm day in buffalo at brisk
0: thirty six so oh yeah <laughs> you know, those are always those are always due for for high scoring games out there <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah 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 well, so we are gonna go from the Frozen Tundra and Buffalo all the way out to the rainy Seattle Seahawks. Where they would face division rivals at Los Angeles Rams. This one's interesting too because both teams both teams are, are have some issues, so to say. We don't know if Jared Goff is playing with the Rams. He just had thumb surgery the other day. And if he does not play I still, th- I still think the Rams have a shot, only because their defense is so good, and the Seahawks' yeah. offense seems to have fallen uh, tremendously.
1: So the the thing is with that uh, Rams defense, we saw this in the Super Bowl against the Patriots a few years ago. That defense is very good. Mm-hmm. If they have less than fifty five snaps, yeah. If mm-hmm. if the rams cannot come out and move the ball on seattle which in years past was going to be very hard but this year the seattle's defense is not very good so they they should be able to if if the seahawks can come out and run 55 plus plays on uh on the rams defense i think that that defense will start to open up uh and i i don't think the rams are going to win this one yeah mm-hmm. uh, even if
0: Jared Goff really plays, yeah, it's a, even if he does. I mean, we've all thrown footballs. That's it's hard to throw. It's hard yeah. to throw. It's hard to throw a baseball without your thumb. I mean, if you're just yeah. trying to throw with four fingers, so I don't know what he's going to be able to do. I don't know what Sean McVay is going to be. I guess I have any tricks up his sleeves, so to say, because if your quarterback can't throw, and then that's really going to limit yourself, and maybe even the backup is a better option. Uh they did split the season series uh, and the Seahawks won most recently yeah. twenty to and nine. And that was
1: that was a game at Seattle.
0: Yeah, that game was at Seattle, and the Rams won yeah. earlier in the year, uh 2316. Mm. So this is this one's not gonna be the high scoring one that you predicted for the Bills and the Colts. I think it's no. gonna come down pretty close. I think it's gonna be uh a lot of a, a lot of this game's gonna be won in in the trenches. If wow. the Seahawks can get off the ball, can establish a run, yeah. can have nice long drives, I think the Seahawks will win this one. And mm-hmm. they're a little bit healthier. Uh, not having golf, I think, might be might be might affect uh, a lot of the Rams' chances.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, if they don't have golf, I I. The chance is almost zero. I just don't see... Because who was the guy that they had come in this past week? Uh, He was an accountant. (laughs) Uh, Oh, really? Yeah, he was an accountant. He has a LinkedIn profile. And uh, on his LinkedIn profile, it says that he is like an accountant for a firm in Seattle, I think.
0: That's pretty awesome, actually. Uh, Uh, Let me pull this up here. I believe... It was John Wofford. Is that it? Is it? That could uh, be it. Uh, John uh, Wolford. Yeah, Wolford. 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 Yeah. Pretty cool. <laughs> I did not know that. He did have, I mean, not a horrible game 22 for 38 with 231 yards to throw a pick, six yeah. carries for 56 yards rushing. So, mm-hmm. uh, and that was against Arizona, and Arizona was banged up as well. Yeah. Yeah, but I do agree with you. If Walford's in there, I just wondered how limited they can be, even though I think the Cardinals defense is better than, than Seattle. So maybe it'll open up a little bit more for them in the passing game.
1: True, but I think if uh Pete Carroll sees the sees Walford in there, I think he'll throw a few things that'll just confuse him. He'll get some turnovers. Yeah. He'll find he'll find a way to slow it down, even though that defense isn't that isn't that stout like it right. has been it, in the past.
0: And honestly, what he might, he might put eight guys in the box and be like, you're going to have to beat me.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Me. Oh, no. I mean, and I ball. don't blame
0: him. Yeah. Throw the ball over our heads, you know? Yeah. So uh, that'll be very interesting. Uh, who's the Rams running back again? Uh,
1: Cam Akers from Florida State. He's a rookie and he's actually really good. Oh, okay.
0: Okay. Yeah. He, yeah. Was, a, he
1: was a second or third round pick by them, but he, uh, he's one of those guys. He's got, he's got some pretty good speed but he plays with such a low pad level. He's so hard to bring down. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's like, I w- Frank Gore, I, he's like 36 and still doing it, but he always plays with that pad level. He's just going to fall forward for two or three yards always.
0: Yeah. I don't see why so, more running backs don't do that. Like I was watching, uh, uh, it was it was the IU bowl game and these, these receivers are, are doing these crossing routes. And then when they get the ball, they're bouncing backwards, trying to beat the guy. And it's like, you're losing five yards at the time. Just, Catch the ball, or like what you're saying, don't bounce around with Cam Akers. Get the ball, you know, yeah. get a couple yards, you know, that's that's how you get those first downs. That's how you wear mm-hmm. defense down. You know, well, are in there.
1: I almost lost my mind when uh one game this year against with the Patriots. Jacoby Myers caught a comeback route and he thought he could get around a defender. So he went back three yards and that's what lost them the first down on a third and like fifteen play. Yeah, I'm just like absolutely. if you would have just dropped the ball and then fell backwards, it'd be first down and the drive keeps going.
0: Yeah, it's, it's stuff like that. Some, yeah. I mean, they're all athletically gifted. Yeah, to no end. But sometimes just take the simple play. Don't make it. Don't make it more complicated than it has to be.
1: Yeah, and, exactly. Yeah. I mean, okay, we're we're sitting here in our apartments. It's a lot easier said than done when uh, you got 215 pound guys
0: running four fours at you. I agree, So I absolutely agree about that. But there is also I mean, I think most coaches in the uh I think most football coaches would agree with us when if it's third when it's third and 7 and you run an 8-yard crossing route and you get the ball. If you get tackled yeah. right there, that's fine. You got a first down, you know. Yeah,
1: just, so, don't, don't try and make it. a move and get and get like the whole 30 yards you need to the end zone. Just get the 10 and then yeah. next play like So, yeah,
0: I agree. I agree. The, How do you think the Rams could win this game? The Rams, uh, stellar, stellar defense. Mm-hmm. That's the only way because it's not it's not going to be, it, it's not going to be a shootout like no. the. But uh, well, I don't think the Bills Colts is going to be a shootout. But it's not going to be a shootout um, by any means. Like it, it is possible. That uh, a couple field goals could win this game, just with how good that Rams defense is, and how bad that Seahawks offense has been lately. Combined mm-hmm. with then the Rams might not be able to move the ball, and the Seahawks defense isn't spectacular. It isn't isn't the the Seahawks defense that everyone knows about? So that definitely could be um, a factor for sure. But if the Rams are going to win, they're going to have to have some absolutely stellar, stellar defense. So yeah you're going to have to be pressure from Russell Wilson. Get a lot of three and outs or not mm-hmm. three and outs, just stopping them on third down, basically. Yeah. If they can stop them on third down, try and not have them pass the 50 yard line or get them in field goal range. Then, then that, that will play wonders if you can kind of do this, this kind of this yardage game back and forth.
1: Yeah, no, I, I agree. I think the way the Rams win this game is they have to get a defensive or special teams touchdown. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't I don't think they're going to be able to get big plays on offense. Yeah. I agree with and that. And I just don't think that they're going to be able to dink and dunk their way down the field like a lot of these uh consistent offenses do. I my fi- my score that I'm going to predict, I'm picking a 17 to 9 Seahawks. I don't think the Rams are going to get in the end zone.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh
1: and I think if they do, I think it's probably more likely they do it on defense than offense actually, so.
0: Really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I think they'll score one just with that Seahawks defense. Um I think I think they'll score one. I I I was going to go it's a similar round. I I was going to go 21-13. 13,
1: okay. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I think the Seahawks can maybe get a couple things uh, uh a couple things working. Uh who did they play? Played the 49ers. They just scored 26 against the 49ers and that was a weird game because I think both yeah. both teams scored a bunch of points in the fourth quarter
1: yeah Russell Wilson came out he was i mean he was elite in the fourth quarter, like he always is Yeah, so. they scored twenty uh, they scored twenty points in the fourth quarter yeah in the fourth quarter and some yeah. of it Russell Wilson is going to have a hell of a highlight tape when he retires because i mean it, some of his fourth quarter th- uh throws that he makes are just unbelievable, and those deep balls that he throws are just these beautiful arcing passes it's he is he's is incredible
0: yeah. I I agree completely. He I mean future Hall of Famer for sure. He yeah. he, he already had such a great career. And I
1: you want to know the crazy thing though about Russell Wilson? What? I don't think he's won an MVP.
0: Uh no. Well, if you think when when they he's not that old. When they beat uh, the Broncos uh, in the Super Bowl that uh, where they destroyed them, I think he was only twenty three or twenty four. I think that was only his second year. Yeah, he's 32, though. He's 32? I didn't realize yeah. he was at all. Well, with how, with how quarterbacks are going, and he doesn't seem to get hit that often. So I feel like his yeah. body's still in good shape. You still got another 10 years. Well, I don't say 10 years. Uh, uh, five to seven years.
1: Yeah, I would say five to seven. I, yeah. five and he is a, he's a different style of quarterback. Uh, we'll see if he starts to slow down a little bit, like uh, running-wise. Um, yeah. he's, a, he's such a, an efficient pocket passer, though. I don't think if he starts to slow down uh running wise that it would really affect his game. Seattle would have to bolster their offensive line, but I don't think it would really affect them. I agree that much. So, yeah. I agree with that. And so, all righty, let's uh let's switch over to the Saturday night game. The okay. Buccaneers and the Washington Redskins.
0: This one, I think this is everyone is hoping for a feel-good story. I'm sure there's going to be a lot of money that's spent yeah. on Washington. On the money line, just as a a, 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 who knows, so to say, kind of when the Seahawks beat the Saints. Um, But that's just not going to happen. As much as I would love to see it happen, I just cannot see, even even with Tom Brady's struggles against a a solid defense that can rush for and provide good pressure, I just can't see, similar to the Rams against the Seahawks, if they have a backup quarterback, I just don't know how Washington can put up points against the Buccaneers.
1: No, I uh Washington actually struggled to move the ball against the Philadelphia Eagles who were not a top 10 defense this year. And Tampa Tampa Bay has a top 10 defense.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: They get after the passer better than anyone in the league or as good as anyone in the league. Yeah. Uh and they have a pretty good secondary. Um Antonio Winfield Jr is a rookie uh who's their corner um
0: I'm blank uh, on it here also. Uh, let's see here. Let's
1: see. It The guy I'm referring to is Carlton Davis. Okay. Carlton Davis uh, and Jamel Dean, are, they're a good enough uh, duo. And I also think the Buccaneers are a better team than I think people say. Their loss to Chicago, it was a horrible loss. Uh, Tom Brady did not play well. Uh, the Buccaneers' defense did not play well. Um, their loss to Los Angeles and Kansas City came in back-to-back weeks, but the loss to Los Angeles, it was just a weird game to watch. Like all, like it just felt like all of a sudden that game was in the fourth quarter, and it, it was it was a strange it was a strange game. But they're coming off a four-game win streak. Uh, granted, not necessarily against the best of teams. But I think that offense has kind of started to hit its groove. They put up forty seven and forty-four in their last two games. Uh yeah. and they have a receiving core that can comp- that it is one of the best, if not the best, in the league with Antonio Brown, Chris Godwin, and Mike Evans.
0: Well, and then you throw in Gronkowski, then you've got uh Blunt coming out of the uh no, not Laguerre Blunt, uh letter from mm-hmm coming out of the back. That was a a
1: throwback to some old Patriots days right there. That was six years ago.
0: That was. That really was, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, I agree completely. I really think that the Buccaneers are going to be a dark horse in here because especially then, too, one thing that's not being – people don't like to talk about uh, too much in depth. They just like to say, oh, Tom Brady's looking bad, is that when you switch programs, when you make an adjustment like that, and Tom Brady's had the same – Coach, same offensive coordinator, defensive coordinator for almost his whole career. When you when you switch things up like that, it, there is an adjustment period. Uh, yeah, especially
1: sure. during COVID. It's not like he had a training camp to go yeah, through. Yeah, it's not
0: like he had a training camp. And they had a four – actually really just November. They only won one game in November. Well, two games. Uh, barely beat the Giants and beat the Panthers. But they had a bad loss to New Orleans. Then barely losing to Kansas City. And then barely losing to, to the Rams. Um, all three of their losses are two playoff teams. Uh, yeah. New Orleans, obviously, is the two-seed, and I remember watching that game. They were firing on, on all cylinders and arguably is one of the best teams uh, in the playoffs if Drew if, if yeah. Brees is healthy. But then, obviously, Kansas City, the defending champ, and the Rams, no slouch either. So it, they definitely did had a little bit of a cold streak. But at the same time, they've definitely hit their stride and should should win this one pretty handedly. I, I would honestly yeah. say about probably touchdowns
1: plus. Yeah, I think it's a like a 35-14 game. I I think their defensive front, Tampa Bay's defensive front is is just too good. I Yeah. Like I agree. they're not they're a top probably a top 10 defensive front in the league, but Washington is going to have to pass the football. And I think you let Levante David, uh, Devin Bush, and Ndamkin Sue put their ears back and get after Alex Smith. Yeah. Alex Smith is nursing a calf injury on the same leg that he broke, a few, uh, what was that, a season and a half ago?
0: Two seasons ago, actually. Or, I think it was yeah. 2018.
1: Yeah, two yeah. seasons ago. And I, I I, think he gets hit a few times and he'll start to freak out a little bit. And, well, not, not freak out, but he'll start to see ghosts. He'll want to get rid of the ball earlier. And against the Buccaneers, it, that's just going to be tough. That's going to be a tough game for Alex Smith and that offense.
0: Yeah, it really is. And it's even one of those, I mean, the only way I can see them winning is if, is if Chase Young and that defensive line and that defense mm-hmm. just has an absolutely amazing game. Maybe what they yeah. did to
1: San Francisco and they score two defensive touchdowns and hold them to under 250 offensive yards that game.
0: That... Yeah. So, yeah, I agree. I, I just think I, I just think it's going to be really interesting to to see what they can do. It, it'll be fun to watch Chase Young. Um, yeah. Do you see his uh, tweet? I saw something about he he says I want Tom uh, or something. Yeah, like he, that.
1: he came out. I think he I think he tweeted or put out an Instagram post or something. It, it just said I want I want Tom.
0: Oh, yeah, and I don't see. I mean, honestly, that's why. Yeah. That's why you play the game. You know, people were giving him slack for that and it's like, "No, he is the defensive end. He's the sack guy. He wants to sack Tom Brady." You know. So, yeah,
1: I'm I mean, so I'm a I'm a Patriots fan and like I like that 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 fire. I mean, like get after him, try and hit him.
0: Yeah, absolutely agree. Yeah. So, and and I also that's his job. I mean, I mean, are yeah, you I saying could. are you saying that other defensive ends don't want, "Uh, ah, it's like I'm, I might sack Aaron Rodgers this week. I don't know. Uh, I see how yeah, I, I, You know. I can see him mean I feeling cute like might not sack Aaron Rodgers you know
1: <laughs> Yeah exactly so. But I I think that's how Washington will if they if they do pull it out that's what they have to do. They have to get after Tom, they have to hit him. The, like uh that is the recipe to beat Tom Brady. You have to blitz four and drop seven into coverage and you got to hope that that front four can stop the run and put pressure on the quarterback.
0: Yeah even as we're talking about this, though, and we were just talking about the receiving core uh, mm-hmm. of, of Tampa Bay, I mean, you're going to get the Tom Brady in about a second and a half, two seconds, because he's going to have that ball yeah. going downfield. Well, because there's just no – I don't see how you can realistically guard. And especially Antonio Brown looks like the old Antonio Brown. Chris Godwin is spectacular. Mike Evans yeah. might be nursing a little bit of a knee, in, uh, a knee injury. But then you also have Brock going across the middle, and you had O.J. Howard as well. Like, Yeah, there's... and, and okay,
1: also, don't count out Scotty Miller. Uh, I back, think he yeah. – I mean, he's been Tom Brady's joint Edelman down there, his little safety blanket that's mm-hmm. five yards
0: down the field every time. Yeah, so, yep. and I, I apologize, not the running back. He, he is their slot receiver, yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah. yeah. And so I, I just think Tampa Bay's offense has hit a stride the past couple weeks, and I, I think it carries over into the first week of the playoffs. I agree completely.
0: Uh, and it it could hey, they just needed to work for four more games so and that's extremely possible.
1: Yeah, no, I I think a lot of teams right now are looking at the NFC, and I think Tampa Bay is one of those teams that a lot of people don't want to play.
0: No, they don't want to play. If you're on, if yeah, because if you're on that side of the bracket, like the the Buck the Packers are hoping that maybe the Rams or the Bears can pull an upset because yes. they have to play Tampa, even though we'll be in Lambeau, it's going to be cold, maybe snowing. That's not, that's not entirely a matchup that I think they really want. Coming off of uh, this year. a bye week. They yeah. they played this year
1: and Tampa Bay took it to them. They did. It, it was
0: 38 to 10. 38, 10 uh, yeah.
1: So, but that it was in Tampa Bay But with all due respect, Tom Brady played 20 seasons in New England. Uh, He has Rob Gronkowski, who played uh, nine seasons in New England. Antonio Brown, who spent 10 years in Pittsburgh. That offense has experience playing cold-weather football. So I think that is a team that would not be afraid to go into
0: Lambeau. Yeah. I agree with that. It's interesting. I'm looking at the high, the the scores of that game Um, uh, uh Tampa bay scored twenty eight points in the second quarter,
1: yeah they had a I mean, a pick they six. Absolutely blew it open they they scored a pick six and then like three plays later there was a fumble uh in uh Green bay territory
0: yep
1: yeah they put up a fourteen in i think like three minutes
0: huh and it looks like what did. Green Bay also score an in interception for a touchdown. Um. Oh no, uh, ESPN has got that wrong. Okay, okay, I see it now. Yeah, yeah, okay,
1: but yeah, I think I think I said I think I said it earlier, but I think this Washington versus Buccaneers game will be a thirty-five to fourteen, uh, pretty handedly. Maybe a maybe one of those fourteen point Maybe one of those touchdowns that amounted to fourteen points is a garbage time. Yeah. Just kind of let, let
0: them have it. So, yeah. I don't know. I think 14 points is a lot. <laughs> I think 14 points uh is going to be uh well, actually did they also play this year? I don't think. So. Did they? Oh no, they did not. The that was their yeah, cross yeah, yeah. that was their cross division. Not their cross division, but the what's it called when depending on which which place you finish, you play a team. Yeah, yeah. yeah that was a job. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um yeah, I don't think I I can't see the Redskins scoring fourteen points, uh personally. I think it's probably gonna be like uh 10 I think it's probably gonna be
1: 27-10? Yeah,
0: I think okay. I think that's gonna be my that's gonna be my my guess. Um I think the Buccaneers are gonna get up pretty early. I can't and they're probably just gonna wanna try and cruise it, not give away any of their special plays, even though there's, there's already a bunch of film, but not trying to get too many people hurt going into uh, potentially going into Lambo.
1: Yeah. 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 No, I, I I agree. I agree with that.
0: Yeah. And that'll wrap up Saturday. And then we got, uh, honestly, my favorite game of the the, rematch, the rematch of last year. And I don't know if you noticed this, but I was looking at the, the team stats and I don't think either team could be more opposite than what they were last year. The Titans have mm-hmm. one of the best offenses in the league following Derrick Henry in his 2,000-yard rushing season, and then combined with one of the worst defenses in the league, giving up so many points, so many yeah. yards. And then the Ravens are the exact opposite from the Titans. And they the Ravens are more of the Titans, I feel like, than they were last year. Kind of yeah. a strong defense, but relying heavily on the running game. And
1: the funny part to me is, besides the Clay's Campbell addition to the Ravens, I, there were not a lot of roster changes. Like this no. is this is one of those games that the NFL always kind of makes me mad. They always advertise these games. Like when New England played Seattle this year, they're like, oh. it's a Super Bowl 49 rematch. I'm like, yeah. no, it's not. No, it's not. This game is actually a rematch of these two of these two teams.
0: Yeah, you're absolutely right. I think the only thing that's changed was I think a, a contract extension for Ryan Tannehill. That's like yeah. the only big noticeable difference um AJ Brown will be back uh I don't did AJ Brown play in the game last year or was he hurt I thought he was hurt
1: I am not entirely sure on that
0: uh, he missed a good chunk of the season and I wasn't sure if he was still playing but uh, it, that that might be a big change um there uh let me double check but having AJ Brown and
1: I, I think he played because I, I thought I remember he had a big catch against uh whoever they played the week before Uh, Oh, no, they played New England the week before.
0: Yeah, yeah. They played New England. Let me see here. I'm looking up the stats. Uh, I'm trying to see. A.J. Brown did play. He only had one catch for nine yards.
1: Okay. But if I remember right, Derrick Henry had a big game.
0: Yeah. Uh, Yeah. The total total, uh, yards – it's going to be i I, it's it's funny i think it's going to be almost the exact opposite so last year when the titans and ravens played Titans only had 300 total yards while the ravens had 530. those are the numbers that i would put up for like the titans in this game and the ravens like 300 yards Hmm.
1: that's interesting because so i think i think this is going to be a very run heavy game I think the Titans are going to come out in that same defense and they're not going to they're going to try and not let uh Lamar get out of the pocket too much and really scramble for much yards. But I think yeah. uh J.K. Dobbins uh is going to do 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 pretty well and I think Derrick Henry is going to have another big game. Yes, I think I, agree. I
0: think this is a very close game though. I think so too. I think when they that... Mainly only because the Titans' defense is not what it was last year. They weren't at, no. They were able to keep Lamar Jackson and that offense in check. Well, yeah. this year it doesn't seem like they're going to be doing that. It, and especially mm-hmm. the Titans have put up a lot of big points uh, in games. Mm-hmm. So a lot of the yardage and points might be like garbage time. Uh, touchdowns yeah. or yardages as well. But that being said, they're even watching them for a majority of the season. They're not what they were last year. And even against the Texans, yeah. they were giving up some silly – uh a third down plays There's a lot of opportunities to potentially get them off the field and it's kind of just just seem like some miscommunication, having a wide open man over the middle. Definitely yeah. just seemed like some some missed opportunities, uh so to say, for them to mm-hmm. get off the field, which is what they did excellent last year. And yeah. allowing them to keep the defense on the field, allowing them to keep running. So but that being said though, I still think that the Titans are just gonna be the better team. I think they're gonna be able to put up more points They do have the game plan uh, to beat the Ravens, and I think this is going to be, I think it's going to be a close one, like you said. I'm not sure what the spread is at, but uh, I think the Titans are still going to pull this one out at home with a a lot of expectations. Yeah, and probably I'm going to say going to win it by a touchdown.
1: This might be the first one that we disagree on. Okay, all right. I I think the Ravens are going to win. I think the Ravens uh, have an advantage in the fact that they now have a running back that is more of a threat. Mark Ingram had a really good season last year, but Lamar Jackson was really the biggest threat coming out of that backfield. And I think J.K. Dobbins now will prevent Tennessee from putting Lamar Jackson in situations where he cannot scramble. Also, too, I think Lamar Jackson has had a pretty decent throwing season. Uh, Marquise Brown has developed a little bit, and so I think that Justin Tucker is going to win this game with a field goal in the last seconds.
0: he' going to come down to field goal. Do you think it's going to yeah. be a shootout, or do you think it's going
1: to be? I think it's going to be twenty-four twenty-one or twenty-seven twenty-four type of game. Okay, so not not a, not a shootout, but not a not a thirteen ten game.
0: Not a thirteen ten game. Okay. Yeah. No, yeah, that's a good point too. I did forget about. Uh, the addition of J.K. Dobbins and is Mark is, is Mark Ingram still not with the, the
1: he, he is he just hasn't played as big of a role this year uh, just because J.K. Dobbins take took some of the carries but J.K. Dobbins is a more dynamic uh, Mark Ingram is a great running back but he's he's a guy that plays with a good pad level and he's a um like a human truck stick basically. J.K. Yeah. Dobbins has power and speed, and uh, he gives that offense a good balance. So
0: so I am looking at Lamar Jackson does have the seventh best QBR uh, of mm-hmm. the league, the 73.9. Ryan Tannehill actually has uh, the fourth highest with 78.7. So Lamar Jackson is having a, a, a solid season. Uh, I, I do agree with that. Um, and I kind of wonder if maybe if the corners can could, could shut him down. Uh, if they can shut down the receivers and then make Lamar Jackson scramble, but still be able to keep him in check, mm-hmm. then yeah, I think that's 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 one of the keys keys to the Titans mm-hmm. game on D.S. Yeah. specifically.
1: No, th- I think this is definitely going to be a close game, and this is kind of a pick 'em. I mean, it, it really I don't is. Know. I, I just I think the Ravens could go in there and just grind it, grind it out and just grind out a win. Uh, but See, but this is one of the most this it's is one of the games I'm most excited to watch.
0: I'm very excited for this. Sun, uh, the Sunday morning game will be a great, great game to kick it off uh, for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, you know, it's interesting though you're talking about grinding out. The Titans do the same thing. That's, that's kind of the Titans' yeah. game as well. You know, give us mm-hmm. Derrick Henry, work on that play action. I think mm-hmm. Ryan Tannehill, with how dominant Derrick Henry is, I think Ryan Tannehill's going to have another uh, long running touchdown. Uh, yeah. He's had that the past couple weeks. Um, mm-hmm. just because you have to respect Derrick Henry. And the same yeah. thing, too, as well with that Lamar Jackson could also do that. You have to respect the run game. Yeah.
1: yeah, no. I, uh, the run game is – I mean, that's both of these teams' bread and butter. I, I'm not picking either of these teams in the second week of the playoffs just because I think both of these teams are going to – like I said, grind it out, and I think they're going to be hurting after this because it's going to be a tough, like, physical game. Lots of hits. Yeah. So.
0: Yeah, that too. Also, I think uh, the the teams who they're playing as well. I think uh, uh, um, whether they play the Bills or the Chiefs, I think both those teams yeah. are going to come out on top with with whoever wins this game. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, so that it's going to be the first disagreement here uh, on punch, pucks, and pitches. First disagreement. Yeah. Maybe it was, it couple- was
1: pretty civil. It was a pretty civil disagreement. Yeah,
0: pretty civil. Yeah, I've seen worse on TV. Yeah, so yeah. That's why that that's why we're on that's why we're on radio. Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> but we'll probably agree on this one. I don't see the four uh the four forty game between the Bears and the Saints. I think the Saints are gonna win even even though Breeze is a little banged up. I just think just overall you want to talk about the best defense in the league? I think the Saints yeah. are uh, top three best defenses in the league, and they can lock yeah. teams down.
1: Cam Jordan is uh, an elite pass rusher. And uh, yeah. oh, who's their who's corner? Uh, um, Malcolm Jenkins. Well, Malcolm Jenkins, there's another one. Uh, he's from Ohio State. Um, when I say it, you'll know the name.
0: Yeah. I'm looking it up
1: now. Um Marshawn Lattimore, oh yeah, yeah, he's—I mean—he's a top top ten, maybe top five corner in the league. Uh, and yeah. I, the Bears, I just don't think have anything to compete. The only thing that might help the Bears is the fact that they're playing in a dome. It just happens to be the Mercedes-Benz Superdome, and, which just does not just doesn't bode well for the Bears. I, yeah,
0: and, and also not having guys, uh, uh, not having fans there. I mean, maybe there'll be some fans there, but it won't be. It won't be like it normally would be, so. No, yeah. Uh, this is another feel-good story, too, going into the playoffs. Drew Brees, most likely, it's going to be his last game. Uh, not last game. Uh, uh, last, last postseason game. run. Yeah. yeah so, yeah. Uh, I think that'll be one – a lot of people are going to be wanting be to see them go on and win, and if they win and they end up playing the Seahawks, That's that could be a win. Uh, that could be another team – that they could beat as well, but we'll talk about that more when the matchup happens. But on this one, I, to be honest, I don't really think there's – I mean, I hate to say it. I don't think there's too much to talk about. It's just on paper. The Saints are just yeah. significantly better than the Bears. We don't yeah. know. Mitchell Trubisky is – and even if there's Nick Foles, not like Nick Foles is super impressive. Mitchell Trubisky yeah. got hurt, still kind of learning the offense. That team just seems like it's not really all there still. Uh, their defense is, is okay. Uh, mm-hmm. There's not too much really good things to say, or I guess not great things to say about the Bears. Like it's not like they're a bad team, but just on paper, even if Drew Brees is a little banged up, they should win this one. I would think pretty handily. Like, I would. Yeah, would I,
1: I don't well. think. I think they get up uh, three scores in the first half, and I don't think Drew Brees plays in the second half.
0: I could absolutely see that. Hand the ball to Alvin Kamara. Yeah, take, put in like, put in Taysom Hill.
1: Yeah. It, James Winston, so,
0: maybe even so. Yeah, get him some I, reps.
1: Yeah, I, I, I think the Saints walk out here almost basically with a buy. Uh, to me, this would be the biggest upset. If the, well, I guess by by the Vegas odds, it would be the biggest upset. But yeah, but I, I, I just don't. I don't. I don't think the Bears are that good.
0: Yeah. And so I agree completely. I mean, I think if. There's been a lot of complaints about the playoffs expanding to seven teams. Personally, I like it. Um, yeah. But if there's one team that has ex- really benefited from uh, from this expansion, it's the Bears. Uh, to mm-hmm. most, most seasons, they wouldn't have been in there. Um, the Colts mm-hmm. deserve a spot to be in there uh, just since they are the other seven seed. You win 11 games in a season. Yeah. And you don't yeah, make yeah. it that, that – that, That'd be insane. That'd be absolutely yeah. crazy. That's, funny. that's heartbreaking. Yeah, it, it's actually it's really funny. It's like the polar opposite reason on why they expanded uh, the the season <laughs> or the, the the playoffs because the Colts are the reason why there should be seven, maybe even eight teams. You know, even yeah, they, exactly. You know, six. You know, they win ten games, um, but then well, also, the AFC is not-
1: just loaded.
0: The AFC is loaded. They definitely yeah. are much. It's 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 their couple of years, you know. There's there's kind of like yeah. an ebb and flow, and it's yeah. definitely the AFC is wide open. Like I have I have who I think is going to win uh, in in my head, but theoretically, I can honestly see all the teams just getting hot, making a run. You know, yeah. You, so ninety nine times out of a hundred, the Chiefs are probably going to beat most of these teams, but mm-hmm. you you just need that one, you know. And that's what the Titans did last year, but. With this one though, I mean, and it's not like the Bears not are aren't like the Titans, like how they were last year. The Titans were coming in with some momentum. Yeah, they, I think they had, I think they won their last game of the year to get in, and then going to New England. uh, Defense was playing great, kept Tom Brady in check. Then just just the momentum built from there. Bears, I'm not seeing that. They lost and still got in haven't really done. There's kind of been a quarterback carousel, a couple injuries. Uh, yeah. There's not really. I, I mean, I, I just think the Saints are just gonna just kind of e- easily go through this, especially if they get that running game going.
1: Yeah, no, I, I, I don't think it's gonna be really close. I'm, I'm thinking thirty-eight to ten, uh, maybe, maybe forty-two to ten. Yeah, uh, on the scoreboard. Definitely, I'm take I'm uh, gonna go against the spread here
0: yeah what's the spread is it is it 10 points yeah it's 10 points it's minus yeah, 10 yeah i would go I, I would go uh against that i i i would say something similar 31 31 10.
1: yeah yeah so i just a, not a, the bears just aren't aren't a match for the saints
0: this year yeah yeah but, i agree and so
1: then moving on to the final game of the first round of the playoffs
0: Probably the game that the TV producers wanted the most for a wild card weekend. Probably the one that they wanted the most. Uh, Maybe a Tom Brady, Drew Brees, that might be up there. But we kind of want to see that in the NFC Championship. But for an Mm -hmm. opening round, um, yeah, I think this is going to be the one that uh, I think a lot of people are going to watch this game. People know how bad the Browns are. The Steelers have got a shot. The Rivalry. And honestly, the Steelers haven't been looking that good. Like, if if, 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 if there's an opportunity for the Browns to beat the Steelers, it, it's, they, about, it's this time.
1: The Steelers lost four out of their last five. I know the Browns game was was kind of an asterisk just because uh they didn't really play all their starters. They should yeah. have lost to the Colts. The Colts blew that game.
0: Uh, against uh, the Steelers?
1: Yeah, they were up twenty four seven with like three minutes left in the third. Yeah, yeah. And so th- they blew that game, and they didn't look good in the three games uh, previous to that.
0: Yeah, I, um,
1: I want to say
0: well, definitely when they played the Bengals, they just looked they just looked in shambles. Ben Roethlisberger looked like he could have moved mm-hmm. out of the pocket, couldn't kind of yeah. extend the play like how he used to, and it just and wasn't the really. they like
1: in the top six, seven.
0: Yeah, they're picking five. Five, yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh. So, I don't know. I I don't have a a whole lot of faith in the Steelers for this game, actually.
0: Yeah, and people were saying too that they like they they had their backups in, and yeah, and I I do agree with that. And Mason Rudolph had a had a pretty uh, had a pretty good game, mm-hmm. but the the Browns though have shown that they can put up some points, and yeah, if their offenses click, if they can get a couple things going. They have an opportunity. I'm still I'm still picking the Steelers. I think it's gonna be I think it's gonna, gonna be close. I think it's gonna be a touchdown. Maybe maybe ten points.
1: Mom's I, gonna be so disappointed.
0: I agree, but but I gotta be, I gotta
1: be, I gotta be honest. I I agree. I think the Steelers eke this one out in like a, a 28-24 game. Yeah. Uh, I think the Browns, I I think they win this game. Uh, I think to win this game, I think Jarvis Landry has to have a big game, which means that the Browns are hitting those five to 10 yard pass plays consistently and letting Jarvis Landry do his thing after the catch. Because once you do that, those linebackers have to drop back to take that away. Then you can start running the ball. And then once you start running the ball, they bring those safeties up and then you can throw it over the top. And I think that's what the Browns have to do on offense. I think defensively, I think Miles Garrett alone, uh, if he has a two or three sack game, uh, I think the Browns can put a lot of problems in front of the Steelers that I don't know that they have the answer to.
0: Yeah, yeah, you know, I agree, especially uh, especially if if you get Roethlisberger moving because he's he, he they haven't Steelers have a similar issue to what the Colts are having now where. Uh, Roethlisberger and Rivers are just older, so if you can yeah. put pressure on them, and he Roethlisberger has seemed like he's been struggling a little bit with his uh arm, uh, mm-hmm. like not arm like in pain, but just with overall strength, yeah. He's ball. 38 now, yeah. So and, he doesn't have that same zip, yeah. If if you go back and if you look at that that Bengals game, and if if it comes, comes out like that, and if if the Steelers offense isn't really able to throw the ball. You know, Brown Brown got a shot. You know, I yeah. I think on paper I would go with the Steelers, but there's definitely some opportunity mm-hmm. there. Out of all of the potential uh, upsets, um, I would say this one, this one's probably the the highest. I would yeah, this one this one I think upsets. is
1: the most likely.
0: Yeah, uh, yeah. and I wouldn't I consider the Titans and the Ravens uh, um, an upset. I think those both those teams are pretty evenly matched. Mm-hmm. Um, Overall, I think the Titans can win, but if the Ravens win i I wouldn't be surprised, so to say yeah
1: uh i I would be okay, yeah, I would be surprised if the if the Colts won too,
0: I would be surprised if the Colts won too um yeah. actually I, I guess that's uh yeah, I would be surprised if the Colts won well most every team, I guess besides the Ravens that's the lower seed. I would be surprised mm-hmm. if they won um but out of all the out of all of the underdogs, so to say. I honestly hmm. think that this one might be the most as the best chances of happening. Cause it just yeah. feels right. They just played. People aren't really giving the Browns any hope. Roethlisberger hmm. has started to look a little bit His age is definitely getting to him. And I'm curious to see uh, on, on how they come out. So
1: how many of the Browns wide receivers came back for that week 17 game? Did all of them come back?
0: So catches here: Rashad Higgins, Landry, Austin Hooper, David. Uh, how do you pronounce his last name?
1: Donovan Peoples-John. Oh, David and
0: Yeah, David and yeah, Okay, so they yeah Njoku. Yeah, and then also Kedaril uh, uh, Hodge as well. Okay, yeah.
1: So, so they had they had everyone back for that game. Yeah, I I think that is a a likely. I I shouldn't say a likely upset. 'Cause that's that's a little contradictory, but it is the most likely to happen, like we've been saying.
0: Yeah, I agree with that. And and also too, it's not like Mason Rudolph didn't have a good game. Like he he, he had twenty two for thirty nine, three hundred and fifteen yards, two touchdowns and a pick. Yeah, Chase Claypool had five catches for 101 yards. Juju Smith Schuster, six for sixty five, Deontay Johnson, three for ninety six. It's not it, it, it it's not like they yeah. had the backups in, and they yeah. just couldn't move the ball. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, exactly. So it, it's not really like they sat. I don't know who they sat on defense. If they had some corners that were sitting,
1: um, I'm not. I'm not sure about that either. Um But yeah, I think Ben Roethlisberger was the big, the big rest. They didn't really rest any of the receivers.
0: Yeah, well, and there, and, there, and there's no reason for them to play uh Roethlisberger either. Did T, T J. Watt I think was out as well. Mm-hmm. And so T.J.
1: Ross game record though he had he led the league in sacks this year with fifteen.
0: Oh, I, I believe that. Yeah, so that could be another big addition. Uh, did Cameron Hayward play also?
1: I think he did. I thought I heard his name when I was watching that uh, broadcast.
0: I'm trying to see. He, might have, he might have had you might had a couple, but yeah. So you do have a couple. Uh, of big additions for the Steelers that I honestly think the TJ Watt one might be a little bit more of an impact than, um, uh, than Roethlisberger. Cause I'm looking at Mason Rudolph numbers.
1: Oh, well, I mean, the, Yeah. TJ Watt didn't play. I forgot about that.
0: Yeah. Uh, Mason Rudolph's numbers. That's a pretty solid game. I mean, he had a QBR of 78.8. Uh, yeah. I mean, 315 passing yards. I'm not sure exactly on Roethlisberger stats here. What's his, uh, Roethlisberger's QBR for the year is only 60.8. He's ranking 22nd. Yeah. Okay. So, so I mean, I feel like the, looking at those stats of Mason Rudolph, that's a pretty solid game already for Ben mm-hmm. Roethlisberger. So maybe TJ yeah. wants a big game changer, but we'll have to see.
1: Yeah. I don't know. I I, I think the Steelers, again, eke this out. I'm saying, uh, 28 24. Uh, is going to be the final score. But this this is probably the most exciting game, especially of, uh, especially of Sunday. Well, I don't know. That Ravens game is going to be pretty good, too.
0: Ravens game but, is going to, be, going to be fun. Then we're going to have a little little siesta time, probably, for the Saints-Bears. And then we'll yeah, be able yeah. to it up. <laughs> so, uh, so I'm going to do a little history on my guess. The last time the Browns, Made the playoffs. They played the Pittsburgh Steelers in Pittsburgh, and they lost thirty six to thirty three. That's the score I'm going with. The Browns were okay. up, were up big, and then let 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 the Steelers back into the game, and ended up uh, barely uh, barely losing by three points. And that's going to be my final score for the game 36-33, I think history is going to repeat itself.
1: Okay. Okay. So. I think I think that's a good pick. I think it'd be thirty six, thirty three the other way too. It just it's just going to depend on who shows up that night.
0: You know, I mean, and the Steelers have have not really. I mean, you're right. They did beat the Colts. Should have lost to the Colts if we're being honest. But yeah, they should have done that, uh, uh, and they have been playing that well uh, ever since they lost to the Bengals. So. I think it's going to be a close one. I think it's going to be an excellent wrap-up to the uh, Super Wild Card weekend, the first mm-hmm. ever. And oh, yeah. Uh, I think it's going to be a really fun weekend. I do, too.
1: So last thing before we end this podcast, of the 14 teams that are in the playoffs, who is your Super Bowl 50 – is it 55?
0: I think it is 55. Yeah. Who
1: is your Super Bowl 55 champion?
0: Gonna be. So I've been going back and forth on that. And I I think the Bills are going to do it. I really think the Bills are going to do it. I think the Bills are going to go into Kansas City and beat them because the Bills – the Kansas City defense has not really been looking that great. Mm-mm. And Bills are going to come in there. They've had all the momentum. That offense is so dominant. Uh, they can run the ball with Devin Singletary. They got Stefan Diggs. He uh, led the league in, re- in receiving receptions. Uh, they also got Cole Beasley in the slot, and you got uh, a lot of other great options. And, and the uh, Bill Ball, yeah. Let me see here. Uh, their offensive coordinator has just been absolutely playing. Uh, I, I, has been setting up great schemes. I think the Bills are going to win it. I think they're going to beat the Packers. Okay, they, okay. It, it's going to be tough. The Packers' toughest game is going to be the Bucks. I think the Bucks. I think the Packers would beat the Saints in Lambeau. They would definitely beat the Seahawks in Lambeau. Uh, they would beat the Bears, Rams, um, obviously the Redskins. I think the Packers are going to going to sneak one out. They have been doing much better since they played the Buccaneers. Uh, going up into Lambeau, it's going to be a different game. And I think that's going to kind of be the uh, NFC Championship game, so to say, because I think the Bucks and the Saints. Uh, I think the the Bucks would, would beat the Saints, even though the Saints beat the Bucks twice this year. Um, mm-hmm. But I, I think it's just different time of the year, a little bit different teams. Um, so that's my pick. I think the Bills are going to beat the Packers in a very epic. Uh, shootout.
1: Okay. So, I was going to take the Bills, but I am going to go a different route just since you already took the Bills. Okay. (laughs) Uh, I got to go with my beloved Tom Brady and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers.
0: I feel Uh, like, okay.
1: So... As a Patriots fan, I have to love Tom Brady. He brought six Super Bowls to the the franchise that I that I cheer for every Sunday, sometimes Thursday nights.
0: Uh,
1: but uh, I think that offense has hit a groove the last two weeks. I I remember watching Tom every year in New England, and it was like week fifteen, sixteen, and seventeen was like a whole different team. Then the, the only year it didn't look like that was the 2019-2020 season. Uh, and that offense has hit a stride. Antonio Brown looks really good. I think that defense is finally getting after the passer the same way that they were at the end of last season. And lastly, I think that team is not only excited to be in the playoffs, but I think that team is hungry. It's a lot of oh, yeah. young guys that haven't been there before, and I think they're dying to prove themselves. I think – The Buccaneers go into Washington, and they win. They go into Lambeau, and I think they win a grinder. And I think they beat New Orleans third time's a charm this year. I think they beat New Orleans in the NFC Championship. And then they take the Bills Bills out. Tom Brady takes the Bills out one last time as he rides off into the sunset.
0: Okay. I like it. I like it. you know, and that's what I think I mean, I think that's the matchup of the NFC. I think that game will decide. Nothing against the Saints. I just the uh, I think you know, the Saints have the the Saints and Bucks play, I'll have to evaluate a little bit more. But the Bucks, you're right, are playing totally differently than mm-hmm. uh how they are um than how they were when uh they played the Saints last uh in the year. And but also the Packers are playing much differently than when they played the Bucs. And I think it's going to mm-hmm. be a totally different game, uh, especially then if it's, if they do play up in Lambeau and now with these are a lot of hypotheticals, it's possible the Rams beat the Seahawks and then maybe they yeah. won't play for the NFC championship. They might not even play at all. Um, and so uh, but that being said though, it is just tough to go up to Lambeau. And mm-hmm. when? In, in so, January. In January. And so I want to give you a little trivia question here. Um, when was the last time the Packers lost at home in Lambeau Field in the playoffs?
1: Um, was it Brett Favre's last game
0: mm. as a Packer? No.
1: Oh, wow. Um, it should have been. I think this was 2012. It was the Des Bryant catch. It should have been then because that, in my opinion, was a catch. Uh, do you know what play I'm talking about?
0: Yeah, I know which play you're talking about. Okay. I okay. know which play you're talking about. I
1: um, know. I don't know. I don't know the answer to that one.
0: So I believe the if I'm looking at this correctly. So I thought it was Michael Vick and the Falcons. So I remember when that happened. I'm actually have been thoroughly mistaken. Um, but the past the last one it looks like it was the 2013 2012 playoffs. Uh, no, 2013 playoffs. Uh, they lost to the 49ers. Um, Twenty. Uh, let
1: me see. Ah, that's right. That's right. That was yeah. Colin Kaepernick.
0: Was that Colin Kaepernick? Yeah,
1: yeah that, was, uh, that was the year they went to the Super Bowl in the Superdome, and then half the stadium lost power.
0: Was that that year, or was that the year before?
1: Well, that was the Harbaugh Bowl with the uh, um, Ravens and the 49ers.
0: Yeah, I think it was actually the year – the year before, I think that was 2012, 2013. I think this was the year, I think this was the Seahawks Patriots. Um, uh, no handoff to Marchon Lynch.
1: Yeah. I'm trying to think.
0: I'm looking it up now. No, because Did that never... one.
1: Oh, it could have been because the Seahawks beat the Packers that year in overtime.
0: Yep. Yeah. Oh, the 49ers. Overtime.
1: No, no, no. The Seahawks in the NFC Championship, the Seahawks beat the Packers to go to the Super Bowl.
0: Nope. No, they beat the 49ers because this is the year the 49ers were the five seed and went into Green Bay and beat them. Uh could, uh this this was the year. Remember uh Richard Sherman, uh or Richard, 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 Richard Sherman, Sherman Oh,
1: blocked. That was uh that was Super Bowl 48. That was when the Seahawks went the year before they played the Patriots.
0: Uh oh. Okay, and uh, that right. was when they played
1: Denver when Peyton Manning threw for, was it 51, 53 touchdowns or something like that?
0: Yeah, yeah. They blew them out.
1: Yeah, yeah. It was, it was like 56-8. Okay.
0: Yeah, you're absolutely right. Okay. Well, my stat my stat's not as impressive then, though, because I was going to bring up is in the last three teams to beat them, to beat Green Bay and Lambeau, went on to the Super Bowl. And that would be uh, – let me get this. Let me get this up here. the in The team before that –
1: the
0: Giants in, and, uh, in 07. And the Giants in 2011 and the Giants in 07. Yeah. So, yeah, it's it's going to be interesting. We'll have to see, but only way we'll know for sure is after we figure out who wins this weekend.
1: Yeah. And so, uh, I think it's going to be a good weekend of football, and I'm excited to watch it. So
0: I, I think it's going to be a really good weekend of football. I think there's going to be some duds, but that's just natural when you have six football games. Yeah. But I also think that there will be some great games. I think... Then the game I'm looking forward to the most is going to be the Titans-Ravens games. I think that's probably okay. going to be the game I'm looking forward to the most. I think that's going to be uh, the most interesting one. Because we're really kind of – the Ravens feel like they've had a really up-and-down year. They um, played horrible against against the Chiefs when people thought that that would be the 1-2 AFC Championship matchup. And just got blown out. But then they mm-hmm. have an amazing comeback game against uh, the Browns uh, later in the year. And that amazing 47-42 victory. So yeah. – it's really going to be interesting to see, and I think that's the game I'm looking forward to the most because we'll, we'll we'll really see where both teams are at. All the other teams, I think, we're kind of kind of know where they're at. We kind of know who who is most likely going to win. Uh, yeah, but that that one I think is going to be the biggest, uh, uh the biggest indicator on on how well those teams could do against the potential of the Chiefs. Mm-hmm. I I'm most
1: looking forward to that Browns game. Uh, just because not only has it been 17 years since the Browns made the playoffs, I think it'd be really cool if the Browns won their first playoff game in over 20 years.
0: Yeah, that'd be really so, neat. That'd so be that would really be neat.
1: exciting. But I'm I'm really excited for all of it. Playoff football is a it's a special special weekend every year. So
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Twenty hours of football. Uh, it's every man's dream, basically, right there. So. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, but. All right, man. Well, that's going to do it for this episode. We will be uh, back with you next week with a recap of the Wild Card Weekend games, our overall thoughts on the game, and uh, then a preview of the uh, divisional rounds, both the AFC and NFC.
1: All righty. That sounds good. Thanks for listening.
0: All right, Ryan. I'll talk to you later, bud.